Merry Christmas. Rumor, and I'm afraid just rumor, has it that extra jewels are rewarded for your crown in heaven for those who are actually in attendance at church on Christmas Day. (laughs) So well done. Feel good about that. Uh, This morning's reflection has one simple intent in mind, to adore our Savior. Christmas is a day of wonder and marvel as we remember the profound mystery of the God-man resting in the manger. And this feeling of wonder has existed even prior to the occurrence of the object of our celebration this day, the birth of Jesus. It was Mary, mother of Jesus, who declared in a hymn of praise, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. The priest and prophet Zechariah, father to John the Baptist, also spoke, Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Hear the words of Zechariah once again. Whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death. This Advent season, we've explored the manifestations of our faith made possible through the coming of our Savior. We have seen hope veiled in flesh, remembering that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. We have seen peace veiled in flesh, remembering that, for to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We have seen joy veiled in flesh, crying out, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming. Righteous and having salvation is he. And we have seen love veiled in flesh, acknowledging that anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. This Advent season, we've considered the very fruit of our God, veiled in a babe, wrapped in swaddling cloths, and discovered by shepherds working the night shift. (laughs) And the people of that first Christmas are said to have been filled with wonder, to have treasured up all these things, and to have glorified and praised God. It is with this same remarkable wonder that we prepare our hearts for communion later this morning. So let your hearts and minds be filled with the great heights and depths of wonder found only in the love of the one born in Bethlehem. And as we prepare this morning, we do so with new knowledge in comparison to those who celebrated that first Christmas of what that babe in the manger endured and overcame. Christmas represents not only God veiled in flesh, but as a remembrance of the mystery of God unveiled. The author of Hebrews notes 
that this little babe is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and was destined to become the guarantor of a better covenant with an eternal priesthood with the power to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. We are said to live in the era of the new covenant whereby we understand that our everlasting inheritance has been secured through the work of our Lord Jesus and sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. We draw near to God with confidence because we are able to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. It is because of that child in the manger that we can rejoice that we are children of God. And so we take a sweet glance at our Savior, who is able to keep us from stumbling and to present us blameless before God with great joy. Indeed, as the song ponders, what child is this? It was Charles Wesley who penned, No condemnation now I dread, Jesus and all in him is mine. Alive in him my living head and clothed in righteousness divine. Bold I approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through Christ my own. Oh, how shall I the goodness tell, Father, which thou to me hast showed, that I, a child of wrath and hell, I should be called a child of God. Yes, the sunrise has visited us from on high, and the one who is the great light of the world has in turn declared that we are the light of the world, who are to let our light so shine before others, so that they may give glory to the Father in heaven. And so I dare say, let us not squander the remembrances of that preeminent night in Bethlehem two millennia ago. The fulcrum of history stands on the work of this child, and the work of this child is a promise of everlasting victory. The past three years have been difficult, and our world's walkers are weary sojourners. Can you imagine the darkness and loneliness of these past years without the assurance of God's love and the hope of a redeemed earth? What if there was no voice of mercy or joy or hope or love in your life? Where would we be? What steps might we take to find meaning, purpose, or identity? Our recent history has made it evident that the world is full of wounded people. For some, those wounds have been on full display. And the chaos, unrest, and detriment of injured souls have reared their ugly head. For others, the wounds are deep within, and a facade covers the turmoil of suffering, anxiety, and fear. So, it's with the darkness of the world in mind, we return to Christmas and recall God's greatest gift. We are held in the precious hands of God, secured as his children, and bound for the holy city of God. Through Christ, we are the recipients of mercy and grace, forgiveness and adoption. We are the people of the gift with the divine calling to re-gift the gift that we have received. As we put a bow on 2022 and look ahead to new days, consider the state of our world and our divine command to love. As Jesus declared, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So let us lose the banality and boredom of a life of self-interest and pursue the one who is the supreme author of life. 
Let us lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. And on this Christmas day, we remember God's defining truth. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance that race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Let us hold fast to our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, for we are stewards of the grace of God, and God deeply loves those who bear his image. So with the glory of our Savior in mind and the hopes of a year of renewal for all, let me just say once again, Merry Christmas.